Good morning. Uh, Terry Boucher here and welcome to the Week in Tax. It is Friday the 26th of April and today I have a very special guest joining us, uh, Andrea Black, the former independent advisor to the late tax working group and author of a very good blog on tax, the best blog on tax in fact, called Let's Talk About Tax. So Andrea is here uh, to talk with us and uh, naturally the subject this week is the it working. It comes to a point that was raised by um, Bruce Bernacki of um, KPMG on TV for TVNZ, Breakfast TV. And he sort of basically said, you know, well, there's not much, nothing much to see here at the end of the day. Business as usual for inland revenue. And he said two points. Uh, one is he thought inland revenue is possibly a bit over mighty in this space, in the policy space. So you were saying about um, the question of inland revenue perhaps being under-resourced. Yes. I mean, that comes up quite often. And... In my view, the tax work program and the kind of demand for legislative change is very similar to um, the demand for health services. It's largely infinite. Mm. So you can increase um, tax policy resource. I'm going to say it like that rather than sort of inland revenue. But ultimately, there's only one minister. There's only one cabinet. And, I mean, while the public private sector is kind of large there's only kind of one private sector that can comment on everything so I'm not sure that necessarily increasing inland revenues resources um, is the thing I mean I think what people often mean when they say inland revenue means more resource is that they need people are saying Inland revenue needs to be working on the things I want them to be working on. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I think it's just one of life's tensions and trade-offs. And um, that is for the minister and cabinet to prioritise um, the issues they want their officials to work on. And also there's the other issue of how much do they... because. There's the tax policy work program, but then there's the government's work program in total. And how much of the government's work program do they want tax to be part of? Because, again, the Cabinet has only got a certain amount of bandwidth. So how much do they want tax to be part of it? Mm -hmm. um, and finally, I mean, was it all worthwhile? This was a year of your life. More than a year of well, your like life. like 15 or 17 months of my life, yeah. Um, was it worthwhile? Okay. Um, I've had a bit of time to reflect on that. The way I would look at it is the tax system is really, really important in terms of government and society. And so, like in my time in tax, it seems to be when you get a new government, you get a tax review in some sort, an independent tax review. And I think that's right. And I think it's right that new governments should start their term in office with a review of um, the system that's going to bring in the money for them to do things. So I think inherently always having every sort of 10 years or so um, an independent look at the tax system I think is a very good idea. Now 
in terms of the comments of what's come out of it is a lot of business as usual. The, the inference behind that is that that's somehow bad. When another way of looking at it is, yes, the government has said a lot of things are being worked on, but isn't that good? Isn't it good that um, the direction of tax policy um, is largely fine? So, yeah, so like there are lots of things that are being worked on, like withholding taxes for contractors and things like that, which will have a huge impact on um, the hidden economy. I'm speaking personally, my first time in the tax system properly, um, you know, I had withholding taxes come out of my money. Brilliant. I'd hate to think what would have happened if I'd had to kind of manage it through provisional tax. So there's a lot of things going on already. So I think it's, I think just because there's not major change did not mean that it wasn't worthwhile. I mm. think having an independent look is good. And I don't see that a lot of the things that have been adopted is, you know, are already business as usual is bad. I think actually that's great and that we can take a lot of comfort that things are going in the right direction. Fantastic. The um, just final comment on this store of the, the the nature of a tax working group. Uh, you, you've actually worked now, been involved either through Treasury Inland Revenue or as an independent advisor with the last three tax working groups. This that, that would be right, and this would be possibly the most substantial of them all. Would that be fair? I, I don't know if that's my involvement. Um, I was a junior during the um, 2001 working group. I was in the field during the 2008 one. Um, I, I, no, I think it's comparable to the 2001 working group because yeah. they went back to first principles in a lot of cases. Um, I, I think actually to, in, in a lot of the concern... or. or was that this working group wasn't duplicating work of the previous one? I, I don't. I don't think it was any more substantial or whatever than any of the others. It's just more recent. Mm -hmm. mm. The 2010 group, the um, the, the Bob Buckle-led group, um, which reported to in 2010, suggested that there was perhaps a need for a permanent working group on these areas. What's your thoughts about that? Oh, well, if you actually want independent people, I don't think you can make them permanent because the advantage of this group is that they were knowledgeable people, but they weren't insiders. If you, yeah. if you start becoming permanent, it's like, how are they different to the officials, you know? Um yeah, I mean, or how, how are they different to senior officials who are reviewing work? Um, yeah, no, I, I think there's a lot to be said for, um, you know, every new government, uh, a really good look. Just, yeah, because um, yeah, it, it is a lot of time and a lot of kind of emotional and intellectual bandwidth. So, yeah, no, it, 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 it's not something that, um, springs to my mind as being um, necessarily a desired state. Because also the member, if you think about it, the members change, you know, the members are quite different from the 2001 to 2008 to this, and, and that's good, and, and each government can kind of put their 
gloss or their direction on the types of people they want to do the reviewing. Fantastic. So doesn't 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 kind of yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Andrea. It's been an absolutely riveting episode, I believe. <laughs> Fascinating for if you're a tax It's really, really interesting to hear your side of things and, and a brilliantly different perspective on what's gone on. You sort of point about um, the, the, the mix of how the group work together, um, the living standards framework, and particularly just how progressive our system is. I mean, that, that alone shows that there's still scope for what might be seen as quite radical change, even though it's not a sort of, call it, for want of a better word, a snappy thing such as a capital gains tax. That's been fascinating. Um, so that's it for this week. Um, this has been Terry Boucher and Andrea Black on The Week in Tax. Thank you for listening. Please distribute this podcast to your friends and it will be available online shortly together with the links to any particular links we've mentioned. So thank you again. Kakita Anov.